Voltron or Beast King Golion? What? Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I am Ricky. And I'm Sean. And Sean, let me talk to you about something that's very important to me at this current moment in time. We've been doing this a year. A year. A year. Trust me. Listen, I, I got bored well, probably a couple of times ago. I was on night shift. You know how my work goes. I, I work for a little bit, and then I have break periods where I observe stuff. And I went back and listened to our first episode. Oh, God. It's pretty rough, man. It, it's kind of excruciating. Uh, I believe both of us had moments where we didn't talk we were just like uh you know kind of like that ricky bobby moment where it's like hi i don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> you know the hands keep coming up and he just pushes them back down i don't know that that's just gonna happen i don't think you can take that out of us until we, we start getting abused or whatever to move on yeah dude a year it, it's it really hasn't seemed like a year it seemed way shorter and now that we're sitting here a year down the road, I think I think we're putting out a decent product. We assemble each week and put together a show that I think is quite entertaining. To you. Well, I hope to you as well. Maybe. I like it. I haven't got rid so, of you yet, so. Okay, okay. Speaking so, of getting rid of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let me, before I go into that. So, I was watching Goonies today. I finally got, normally my, my son has real strict on what he wants to watch and what he doesn't want to watch. I, I know it sounds strange to give the TV abilities to a two-year-old, but I'm sure you can agree that sometimes it's better just not to hear them cry. We were watching Goonies, and I was thinking, huh, so Thanos is hugging Samwise Gamgee, and that was pretty cool. And then if you think about it, I believe... Wasn't Corey Feldman the voice of one of the Ninja Turtles? Yeah. So so in one movie, you have Donatello. Donatello, I mean, yeah. Yeah, Donatello. You have Thanos. You have Samwise Gamgee. Short uh, Round. Don't forget Short yeah. Round. Oh, you got Short Round. Like, I love that movie. You know it's my favorite movie of all time. Just, just a great movie. Incredible. Yeah, but the octopus was really scary. God bless, man. One of these days, I'm going to find the octopus scene. I'm going to find a way to record it, and I'm going to own it. Because I have seen it with my own eyes twice, it's, and that's it. It's <laughs> it's on the DVD. If you have like you have the Blu-ray I have or whatever, it's on there. It's in the Cindy Lauper video. That's where okay. we've seen it as children. Whenever you've seen the Goonies video, the octopus scene is in there. That's okay. where we've seen it. And it also had a bunch of wrestlers in that video, too, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Rowdy That's Roddy awesome. Piper and Andre oh. the Giant. That's awesome. Uh, the Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik. All those guys. They're there. Oh, such incredible video. No, dude. Okay. Five years ago, my wife and I purchased a house, and we're new, gullible homeowners. When the True Green Lawn Service people come by, and they're like, hey, y'all are a new neighborhood we'd like to treat your grass and for free and if you enjoy it then we'll c come back and do this and this and this well 
I'm like, okay, for free? Sure, you can spray my yard for free. Well, right after they spray my yard, I get to talking with a couple of my friends that actually own houses and have dealt with fresh sod and all this, and they're like, you're going to need to wait two or three years before you even think about lawn care. Well, during this time, True Green doesn't let up. They just keep coming. And one time they even they did a treatment on our yard and then sent us the bill after I said no. Uh, I called and yelled at them for this, and they were, oh, we're sorry, there, there's no charge and all this. Then comes the years of phone calls. About every few months, you start getting phone calls. They had mine and Michelle's numbers just calling us, calling us. Hey, we need to set you up for True Green. And I'm like, no, take me off your calling list. No, take me off your calling list. Multiple times, take me off your calling list. They keep harassing me. Now they've started showing back up at the house. Only yesterday was the final straw. Jax had just got to sleep. And they ring the doorbell. And I go to the doorbell because the dogs are going nuts. I go to that, look out the peephole. I see it's true green. I'm like... I'm not even going to open the door. I don't want to mess with him. I don't want to rile the dogs up. I'm just going to let it go. This guy rings the doorbell again. And I'm like, I'm not answering this. I'm standing there. Like, I know he hears me telling the dogs to shut up, but I don't care. It's true green. I'm not answering the door. He leaves. Fine. Crisis averted. I come back in here. I'm sitting with my son. He comes back 15 minutes later and rings the doorbell a third time. At that point, I jerk the door open and I go, listen, my son is in there sleeping. And every time you ring the stupid doorbell is a chance to wake him up because you make my dogs go crazy. And I was like, and I've told True Green multiple times to stay off my property. If you step foot on here one more time, the police will be involved. And I just slammed the door. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he, he's lucky I was nice. I hate those people. If you're listening and you're a True Green representative, get in contact with me because I want my phone number and address permanently removed from any and all resources you have. I hate those people. I hate them. I hate them all. I'm oh. I'm sensing a bit of dislike about this uh, True Green situation. Um, Good night, man. If they had woke up Jax, it it would have it would have been way worse for that kid. Way worse for that kid. Speaking of first world problems, let me tell you about mine. Let's hear it. Let's I, hear it. I was trying to watch the new episode of Agents of Shield, which came out this week, and oh, yeah. Yeah. and I know it's needed, and I get it. Oh no, but. Uh, storm team coverage broke in over it. The oh, storm, storm was nowhere near us. I'm like, ah! I can't I see my show! And of course, if it was that important to me, I could watch it on the ABC app, but ugh, I just set aside time. I was there. I was got 40, yeah. you yeah. know, however many minutes into the episode, I did not see the last 20 minutes. Blew my mind. Like the storm. Yeah. And he was even saying, now the storm is right on the edge of our viewing area. It's right on Missouri and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Argh! It's not even bothering you. You're me. not even you. by me. <sighs> I know. I know. See, I believe we had that same issue a couple of nights before when we were supposed to have the storms rolling through. And they ended up going way north of us. 
but they still interrupted several shows. I I don't know because I don't have TV. See, these are things I don't have to worry about. Ah, yes, but that leads me into my next topic. Pretty soon, I won't have to worry about it either. I am cutting the cable cord. You're doing Um, it. I'm doing it. I've already. Congrats, man. It's a good feeling. Let me tell you, I enjoy it. I've already gotten um, a hotspot from my uh, phone provider, and I've been running it full full bore. They haven't had any problems with it, uh, and it looks like we're good. We're recording this podcast on a great connection. So, as of Tuesday, I believe I'm I'm cutting the cord with them, and then I'm cutting my uh, my landline internet. So that's something I've been waiting to do for a long time. That's awesome. You'll save so much money. Yeah. You'll save so much money in the long run. It, it's incredible feeling. Like I said, um, you know, we just have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and then during football season, I pick up Sling TV. Other than that, we're good. And you know me, I, I can get a hold of anything I need to watch whenever I want to anyways. Well, speaking of football season, did you hear that... Hold on. I'm going to have to cut this part, but it's who is it who did it? Not Facebook, not Twitter. Amazon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Amazon paid $50 million to live stream Thursday Night Football. So now Amazon's going to do it. See, last year it was Twitter. It was Twitter. That's right. This year it's going to be Amazon. I liked watching on Twitter at work. Now, now, see, Amazon app is really flaky on my phone. Maybe it'll work real. Maybe it'll work better on my new phone. Uh, but it has been a disappointment on on my Nexus Six. It, it's just is really wonky. So I'm glad that Amazon Amazon has put forth some really good product. And I, I think you know Thursday night football for for us that actually watch Thursday night football. I know there's a lot of. Uh, Ricky, you know, we know that Chris, Stevie, and uh, Andy do not believe they we have the same idea of what football is. <laughs> but sorry, guys. I, I know y'all are listening. Anybody else uh, overseas? Yes, we, we talk about American football, NFL. You see, now, now, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let's talk about that subject because... We were eating today at, at a. We were trying a new restaurant in Cersei, and they had, um, you know, f- uh, international football, football on. Uh, yes. I can't. I can't do uh, a whole a whole game with only one score. I mean, I literally. It was literally the highest scoring soccer game I'd ever watched, and it was th- USA three Russia one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, soccer's all right, you know. If I'm playing soccer, I mean, I've played two or three times. I've played in real soccer matches, and they're fun. When you're on the field watching it, I I can't. And this is coming from the guy that watches golf. Yeah, I I'll feel watch. I feel the same way about baseball, man. I loved playing baseball. I'd be I'd go out and play on a on a team like a, I'd even play softball. I just loved it playing it. Watch it on TV. If it ain't the Mets, I'm not doing it. I'm just not doing it. Oh, man. Uh, sports. Sports always seems to work their way into our podcast. I hope people appreciate it and listen to sports. If you are a sports person, 
Let us know. I know we have a couple. I know we have a couple of hockey fans. I know we have a couple of college football fans. I know we have a few uh, football fans. Yeah, and no offense to anybody that really loves. I mean, hey, love what you love. I mean, I can yeah, under, yeah, I can understand. Absolutely. I can understand the love for soccer, football, um, and I can understand the love for golf. I mean, I've seen some really exciting golf games, but it's just not. I've got other things I want to do with my time. Football, I, I'm there. I've and, and really, it's I've had great times with my friends. I can talk to Sean about football. I can talk about other people about football. The others, so much. There's not really baseball people. I mean, baseball people in my life that I know are actually like coaches and players. I am neither, so I can't talk shop with them because I haven't played in years. Um, It's just not... Sports is rough with me. I can't... Now, Sean's always been, oh, yeah, I know this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Good name, Stats can do you know team rosters coaches you're like you're like a uh, idiot savant on on sports thanks i appreciate it i do uh i hate i i put a lot forth a lot of time and effort into learning all my useless nonsense <laughs> so dude we got an actual email from somebody that listens to this podcast yeah and and then and then even though we ask people to email us we forgot to recognize it, and we are so sorry. We apologize extremely. Love you, Joel. What What did this email have in it, Rick? Well, he was congratulating us on our 49th episode and, uh, you know, building up to 50. He mentioned uh, how much he, he loved Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, his series was Trigun, uh, which I, I have seen a few episodes of. It did seem real interesting. I just never could... Uh, yeah, find it when it came out, and now that it there it is out in places, I just I, it's on the list. Um, Andy wanted to mention when we were talking about artists, how could we not mention Alex Ross, the amazing Alex Ross? I even talked about uh, Kingdom. You talked C- about Kingdom you Come. About Alex Ross, yeah, in the fiftieth episode. That's funny. Yeah, King, you- Kingdom Come being one of my favorite series, and and Alex Ross, such being such a phenomenal artist. Um, you know, I, I've I'm I'm into the realistic art guys like John Byrne. Of course, Alex Ross does all painted. He uses uh, um, actual models like uh, the main character in that story, the the preacher that the Spectre uh, uses uh, to guide his power, is actually based on Alex Ross's father. Um, and yeah, Alex Ross is just a phenomenal artist. Uh, Marvels is just a great book to behold. Uh, his covers for he did for Astro City, um, and uh, even I have the entire. I may be missing a couple of, of issues, but I have the entire Earth X uh, collection that somebody just just wanted to get rid of, and I came my way. Of course, and all those covers are done by Alex Ross, and it's it's just beautiful stuff. His heart is really enthralling. Um, and but he did have a question for us in that, and it's a really good question. Now, uh, Sean, you're more up on the current uh, part of this question. What was or is your favorite third-party comic series? He mentions uh, the Crusade in IDW and Battlefields by Dynamite Comics. Yeah, that's Dynamite comics they i've seen them around they've done some really good stuff but for me <clears throat> excuse me 
you know I'm going to say Image. Now, IDW does some great stuff. They do some incredible one-shots. I've really enjoyed, you know, a lot of their Ninja Turtles one-shots have been really good. I know you're up on their Transformers stuff. But if we're talking a full series, Modern Image is the way to go. I, I really have enjoyed several stories from there. Right. Um, but what have you gotten any specific you want to name? Because this is going to be like, you know, of course, Walking Dead is is the best uh, of the third party currently running. I mean, everybody knows Walking right. Dead because of the show, of course, but they know it's based on a comic. They probably don't know who what what it's a third party company, but it's out there in the public knowledge. People know what Walking Dead is. What, what would you say? Right now, I mean, <clears throat> it's going to be one that I've talked about several times, and I'm going with Moonshine. Ah, yeah. Now, I, now because I don't own any, who did Preacher? Is that Dark Horse? No, Preacher is a DC imprint. It's under Vertigo. Oh, it's under Vertigo? Okay. Yeah, yeah. which so which is, is tangentially... You know, uh, being it, being broken part out. Of the big two. Yeah, yeah, right. but it's part it's of the part big of the big two. Uh, but not not for like a trying, because that's that is a comic that without Vertigo wouldn't happen. I mean, th- those are just Vertigo comics is is one of the best things DC does. I mean, uh, getting like they were doing that years before Marvel did their Knights uh, imprint and that kind of thing. Uh, with you know Alias and 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 the Punisher miniseries they did, which was great. Um, but we're talking third party comic series, so um, you know I've, I can I can throw Outcast out there for another Image run. Absolutely. Uh, there's 100 Bullets, uh, which I've heard people rave about. Um, I'm not I'm not really up on third party. I've never been a third party guy. You know, um, a lot of the guys in the comic shop would talk about third party and and the writers and all that kind of thing. And I was just like, Ugh. but all their art looks like crap. Right. And it's just well, not my thing. You know, it just drags me out. You know one that, you know, an I keep bringing up image, but you know, an image comic that I haven't read that I I believe is picking up some momentum to getting its own TV series or movie or something is Invincible. And I've been told by multiple people to read Invincible. Have you read or heard anything of that? Yes. I, I know, I know um, it's, that it's, it, it's made by Robert Kirkman. It, it's another Robert Kirkman series called Invincible. Right. I recently saw some news about that uh, where they were uh, possibly adapting that to be a movie. That would be awesome. I, I need to read this series. I've been told by multiple people to read it, and I haven't. And that's just another third-party book that I was thinking of that I uh, I need to get around to. Absolutely. Now, uh, my third-party pick is going to be, of course, the, the best thing I'm reading right now is uh, Transformers More Than Meets the Eye. Uh, the series is great. It's, it, it's absolutely the best writing about uh, alien robots. Um that we've had now, and I have the entire, almost the entire run of the original Marvel comic, which you know, the '80s. It's toys, you know, for kids, written for kids. Um, and, but once some good writers got in there and did some good stuff with it, Simon Furman and uh, um, the artist that worked with him on that stuff, it, it it was pretty good. 
and and through the years, you know, we had Dreamwave was the second coming of Transformers, and they did a pretty good job. They had Simon Furman, they had uh, Don Figueroa as an artist, and and all the artists currently working were were tangentially on that era. Some of them were in it at the time. Uh, Marcelo, who does the artwork for the current line and and, and has been working for Hasbro for years now, uh, got a big start with. Uh, Dreamwave, and of course they they fell apart due to bad uh, management and and uh, budgeting, and uh, you know a lot of those artists uh, didn't get paid. Uh, they did like three and four issues before the company fell apart, and they never got paychecks for them. Uh, yeah, like some were owed seven eight thousand uh, dollars for art, and wow. then uh, a little company called IDW came along and, and picked up the license and. For a while, they did. They they had to find their way, and, but once they got the right team, the right writers, the right artists, best best things out there written for alien robots. <laughs> and and I know how do you how do you place that story wise? It, it's it's really near and dear to my heart, so I, I can't really not be biased about it. But it's some of the best stuff I've read um you know that the writer is really passionate about what he's writing and really smart uh, about what he's writing there's there's um current political and 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 uh ideas and you know governments weaved in and i don't mean like current political you know trump and blah 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 all that kind of stuff not, not like that i mean like really good ideas and questions and um and fun blended together and, and done well. Um, they've had a couple of stumbles. They've had like Dark Dark Cybertron is not a good part of, of that story. Uh, but the more that meets the eye and even what's going on in the used to be called Robots in the Skies uh, line. It's now just the Transformers because they have a competing show on TV and they dropped the, uh, the tagline part. Uh, it's pretty good. They do some fun things with it, and it's a really fun book. Um, you know, if you're wanting to read a gritty uh, Frank Miller kind of book, it, that it's not for you. It's just fun. Um, so that's that's my current thing. Third party books I used to read back in the day would have been Dark Horse. You know, the Star Wars stuff, the uh, Aliens and Pred- Aliens. That, I started to say, yeah, there's just some great covers. Uh, on those books, and that that got me in. And then the interior, you know, the story they were doing was was okay. They kind of blended it well, being you know, you run into that problem of you have a property, and then suddenly it's about something else. Like the current Transformer movies are about all the humans on Earth, not about Transformers. Same problem with other properties, Aliens or Predator or whatever. You're you're more concerned about the people than you are about what the book's about. Right, and some of those did that really well, uh, but that's that's pretty much all I got because I never I never was a big third party guy, uh, but I know our audience could be big third party people, and if there's something out there you think that I should be reading, I want to hear about it. I will go out and pick up a, a an issue of whatever, and uh, give it a shot because you know I'm I'm not just about the art. Um, I can read books that don't have to be about art. I mean, I'm I'm currently, and actually, I've I've put forward an initiative to myself is every time 
that I step foot in Barnes & Noble, I buy a book I need to read. Really? Uh, absolutely, yes. Uh, I started it last last month. I just said, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put 20 to $25 down every time I walk in there and get a book I need to be I need to have already read. <coughs> and, and we'll talk one the one I got last month was dune and okay. I'm, I'm working on reading it and we'll talk about my other one here in just a minute okay okay so <clears throat> you were talking about artists a minute ago and, and we're in the news section this this time um <laughs> <laughs> x-men gold they had an artist do something very controversial and very bad not not what you want for the public to see, Rick. Uh, would you like to enlighten us on what he did? Well, um, now this this happens all the time. You know, uh, there's stuff referenced in in art that most of the time go over people's heads, like a children's series doing something that only adults are going to understand. Uh, but this time, somebody got popped about it. Um, there's the artist currently working on the newest issue, the the, the number one issue, X-Men Gold. Um, and his name is Adrian Saif. And uh, he is from Indonesia, I believe. And they've got a big political situation going on concerning... Um, the governor is not Islam, uh, is not a, a Muslim. He's a Christian, I believe, and it's a mostly Islamic population there. And he referenced some Quran uh, scripture on Colossus's shirt. I'm looking at it right now. Um, Seen that? And and he referenced a date uh, in in lieu of Kitty Pride uh, being, and of course she's one of Marvel's biggest Jewish superheroes. Um. Yeah, it's it's kind of a mess, and you know, several people, several artists have have done this kind of thing, um, but this is really a political hot topic, you know, and I, I don't know that puts Marvel in a in a big bind. I mean, they put out a statement about it, how uh, you know it doesn't. It's not the view of Marvel. Uh, this is not something they normally do. The mentioned artwork in X-Men Gold was inserted without knowledge it's, uh, behind its reported meanings. These implied references do not reflect the views of the writer, editors, or anyone at Marvel or in direct opposition, in direct opposition of the inclusiveness of Marvel Comics and what the X-Men stood for since their creation. Um, right. You know, so, so basically, they're just they. We don't want to take sides. We just want to wash our hands of it and walk away. Right. Well, Marvel had to do damage control. <laughs> damage control. Um, yes. But but you know where where they they really shouldn't have had to have, you know this, you know it's one thing for an artist to do an inside joke stuff. You know like, uh, oh the guy that did the um, Batgirl or no not not Batgirl. Uh, Nightwing or something. Another podcast I listened to, he put all the podcast guys in there because they were friends. Of course, nobody would know that but them. Um, and, and that kind of thing is is fine, but, you know, uh, I don't think you can use a corporation's huge public thing to push your own agenda without, uh, without getting permission. Um, you know, the Internet's out there for everybody to use, and... You can do what it, you have the right for free speech. I, I completely support the right for free speech. I don't care if you if you're against me, if you're for me, that's fine. You have that right. Uh, but right. 
uh, the right of free speech does not protect you from uh, losing your job or, uh, you know, people not liking what you have to say. You can't use your employer for your own personal benefit and then get upset when they they take action against you. Right, right, yeah. Uh, You know, and, of course, that's hugely political, uh, but I'm just saying, you know, this... uh, you you have the full access of the internet. Uh, you have messed up. So absolutely. Not, and and that's not. I'm not saying anything for or against <laughs> what he's talking about because I am way too undereducated in uh, politics of foreign nations. But yeah, that you shouldn't have done that there. <laughs> Shame. On Shame. You. Shame. Uh, and moving on. And uh, I've seen a rumor. What what do you what have you seen? Wait wait wait! What have you seen? What what rumor do you have for me? Because I didn't know there was a rumor. Sylvester Stallone playing Starhawk. What? What? Starhawk? Really? <laughs> One of the original members of the Guardians of the Galaxy? I don't I I don't know about that. Wait wait wait! If he's Starhawk, then who is Michael Rosenbaum going to play? See, that's a good question because I haven't heard that one. But uh, I know we've seen pictures of uh, Sylvester Stallone in a Nova Corps outfit. So this one, I don't know. I don't know. But it comes from um, a uh, da, 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 a publication. Wow, a publication. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what it is. Uh, it's got the Milton, not Milton Bradley, but it looks like movie movies book. It's in a foreign language, and they mentioned Stallone being playing uh, Stakar, which they say translates as Starhawk. Huh. It's Italian. That That's weird. what it is. It's an Italian publication. And okay. they think that they did a big oops. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'd be happy to see Starhawk in the movie, of course, you know. Uh, original Guardians of the Galaxy, let's do that. But uh, on top of that, I believe was it you that mentioned that Michael Rosenbaum? No, it was. Some, I was talking to another friend of ours. If if that's the case, and those two were hooked up together, Michael Rosenbaum could be playing uh, Major Vance Astro. Okay, I see that. Man, this movie is getting just more and more complex, and. I don't care. I am so intrigued as to how they're going to slide in all these new characters for the public to learn about and all of us nerds to geek out about. It's going to be so much fun. I I just can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah, I'll take Starhawk. I mean, that's a really cool... um, Well, of course, he may not have the same outfit. I doubt he will in Guardians of the Galaxy if it is him. But uh, I've always liked that uh, idea, and and Vance Astro, I think, is one of the best characters in Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, do you know who Vance Astro is? I've seen just enough to know the name and nothing else. Okay, well, Vance Astro is Buck Rogers because he huh. is a he is a kid from current Marvel time who volunteers to be part of the astronaut program. Something happens, of course, and he's in suspended animation for however many years until the like the Guardians of the Galaxy are from the 39th or whatever century it is, where uh, like Charlie 29 is from the uh, 
human occupation on Jupiter or whatever. Anyway, it's it's a long way in the future. So he gets woken up there, and he is a mutant uh, who has powers, and he finds uh, Captain America's shield from that time. So, of course, he's carrying around Captain America's shield, which wow. would be great to see in, <laughs> in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Not saying it's going to happen, but it, I would really have fun with that. Me, personally, yeah. I would be thrilled if it, if it is Vance Astro. That's awesome. That would be incredible. So and to, ra- to wrap up the news, uh, it appears Carrie Fisher's family has given all the Mother May Eyes and signed all the proper paperwork for her to appear in Episode 9. Carrie Fisher's back! Yeah, we got reports that her brother, Todd, uh, is saying that they gave the rights for them to use her in Episode 9. Now, of course, this is not going to be the digital recreation. Uh, They say it's going to be uh, unused footage (coughs) and that kind of thing. This is from an article from uh, Ain't It Cool News. Um, They ruled out using computer-generated footage uh, repurposed footage of Fisher for Force Awakens and The Last Jedi will apparently be utilized uh, in the Episode Nine to finish out the the role of, of course, um, General Organon at this time. So, what do you think about that, Sean? I, I think I'm fine with it. You know, we we discussed this back when we were talking about uh, Peter Cushing's, and it. It's fine with me. As long as it looks good, as long as it fits the part, as long as it doesn't feel forced, like, oh, we, we better have Princess Leia in there or there's going to be people upset. No. Uh, any true fan would understand the situation and the the half to rewrites if she's not in it as much. It, it sucks. It's not the way we would want it ideally, but... We don't always get what we want, and writers of movies don't always get what they want. So I just hope they do it respectfully towards her, and let's not force her in there just because we need some Princess Leia fix or something. I don't know. Yeah, if it, you know, of course we're talking about, the the issue we're talking about is, you know, a dead person, what they would have wanted, um, and, and disrespecting the dead. Which is, of course, a real touchy subject with everybody, unless you have no soul. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of an eggshell argument to walk around. You know, who would be offended? Who's not offended? You know, is the family being compensated? Should the family be compensated? You know, did the person want this to happen? All all really hard things to talk about. You know, because the party in that you're discussing is no, no longer here. Um, personally, I, I, if the family's fine with it, I have no problem with it. You know, I, I, I'm not going to be offended to see somebody I know is dead on screen. Just like I was, you know, I was so happy to see um, Peter Cushing represented on that screen. You know, of course, he couldn't live on uh, that role. Right. Himself. And I think that that is such a great tribute that they put so much time and care into making, trying to recreate a performance worthy of Peter Cushing. 
uh, you know, I think that's the ultimate form of respect. You know, we need this character back. He was such a great presence and force in uh, Star Wars that he should be here. And and they clearly stated if they if they didn't think they could do it right, they weren't going to do it. Right. Um, and I think they did it right. It, it really does. It really is impactful. And, and after watching Rogue One, you know, a couple of times. Um, which I have on my shelf. Um, uh, um, uh, Picked we'll, it up. What we'll, huh? we'll we got? Yeah, local hall. Um, you know, uh, it, it's a rough subject. Uh, if I'll go first, because I, I don't have much, <clears throat> I was able to uh, run out and walk through uh, Toys R Us very briefly, and. There were many, many pops that I wanted to buy, and I only walked out with two. I picked up uh, Joyce and Mike from Stranger Things and added them to the collection, narrowing down what is needed for the Stranger Things collection even more, but still many to go there. And, and that's it, really. Just a well, couple pops. I did very well this week. Um, well, that's good. This time when I went to uh, Barnes & Noble... I picked up um, a nice version of Bullfinch's Mythology, which, of course, is a uh, collection of mythology that I just never really read through that well. I love mythology. Absolutely loved it. But I've only picked it up here and there. Like, I was reading... My son asked a very good question because uh, he was playing uh, Kid Icarus on the on the Nintendo Classic. And I told him the story of Icarus, of course. And he was like, well, who is Daedalus? And I was like, well, I think there's more to him than just that. Let's, <laughs> let's find out. So I picked up a, a, a mythology book I had. And gosh dang it, I felt so stupid for not... Uh, Daedalus is the scientist who... Or, or ar architect who created... Um, uh, uh, created the labyrinth for the Minotaur, who he is responsible for, and I'm not going to mention why he's responsible for the Minotaur, because that story is a little crazy. <laughs> okay. Look it up sometime, why why Daedalus had to create the uh, create the labyrinth. And then, of course, okay. he, he was put on the island with his son. Um, and I just, you know, felt completely... You know, I should already know this stuff, and I at the same time I started explaining some uh, Egyptian mythology and that kind of thing to him, and I just I love that stuff. I love reading about it. Um, he should read Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah, Kushu. Um, I got that, and I also at the same time they finally had, and and I've been looking for this. Uh, I just I just hate buying stuff online. I like to pick it up and you know right. the thrill of the hunt. I finally picked up the trade paperback of Flashpoint. Nice. Which, which is nice. Uh, written by Jeff Johns, art by Andy Kubert, uh, which, who is absolutely great. And I uh, read through it in one sitting. And I, and I absolutely love this story. Now, of course, I've, I've seen the video of Flashpoint. And you watch the uh, Flash animated series. Uh, I mean, Flash um, on CW. Mm -hmm. and, and, and they touch on it. Um but gosh dang it, this story is so good. I mean, oh, yeah. even seeing even seeing the animated version of it, 
it's so much more fleshed out in the in the comic. Uh, the the letter from Thomas Wayne is just so much more impactful in this. Um, and Andy Kubert's art is just top notch as always. Um, just so I don't know why I waited so long to get it, but uh, I am so glad I have that. Also, found a great deal on. Um, <laughs> a couple of movies that I just didn't own for some stupid reason. Uh, I got these on Blu-ray. Uh, the first is uh, The Mask, uh, starring Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber. I, I actually had I did not own those. I did what? own Mask, but I owned it on VHS. I have not watched it in a very long time. So wow, I picked it up. It was like seven bucks for both. Yeah. And then, and they're all they're on the same in the same same package. Um, oh, nice. And then I also picked up, and I just, I passed by it a couple of times, and I'm like, no, I don't need it. No, I don't need it. I, I bought Howard the Duck on Blu-ray. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Oh, no, there's something wrong with that, sir. <laughs> no, there's not. Howard the Duck. Uh, finally, the first Marvel movie, I have it. Um, and then uh, just today, I picked up a Transformer. Everybody, uh, close your ears. Uh, the Titans Return Broadside, the newest the newest figure, and this is the first time uh, since uh, the '80s that this this guy's had a figure. So that's awesome, and, and it's really it's it's a good figure, and, and uh, the card art is amazing. Um, and I want to say I want to take a good time to mention. I think this is a good time to mention. Um, I think a couple people went to my Transformers card Twitter and, and liked it and, and followed it, and I really appreciate that, guys. Um, you know, it, not nothing for nothing. I'm not making any money off of it. I'm just doing it for fun. And um, I, I really appreciate giving me a, a look and possibly a retreat, mentioning it to your friends. Um, That's awesome. Sean, what, where are you going next? Well, before we move on, I have a question for you. H- how are you going to text me a picture of the Clay Morrow Funko Pop and I'm like, are you looking at this right now? And, and you don't reply. Oh, I must have missed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, if I was. You, if if you go back and it's there, I need you to I need you to make a purchase for me. Oh, dang it! That's why I sent it. Yes, and that's the reason I replied back. Oh, uh, and I was there today too. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, the the Sons of Anarchy pops are all very good, very good. I think Clay's worth the least amount. So if you see any other Sons of Anarchy, especially Opie or Jacks, you just go ahead and purchase some for this guy, and I'll pay you back. Gotcha, I gotcha. Hey, uh, for one year, we're bringing it back. We're back to our old stuff. Lost in time, and have you seen it? They're back. So you're you're the only one that I believe had anything for Lost in Time, Rick. What uh what do you got for us this week? Well, there was a toy series, and of course this is related to stuff we do every day, but the Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars back in the day. Those, oh yeah. Uh, that was I mean, they're the figures are crap now. But back in the day, that was the bomb, man. You had Doctor Doom and that stupid shield. You had the uh, lenticular uh, 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 pictures on the shields of the people holding the shields. Uh, uh, the goofy 
the goofy uh, contraptions they wrote in. You know, just that big that big push behind Secret Wars was crazy. Uh, but back but in the day, fun. that was the bomb. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, you're right. the The toys compared to modern toys really didn't look great at all. But the amount of enjoyment that you got from picking one of those up was just off the charts for for someone like me. Or you know. And, and related to that, uh, the DC Superpowers line, which I think the same company did that uh, because they looked like the same quality. Um, I really like that. You know, anytime a line is interchangeable, like like when you get the like Legos, I really like the idea of Marvel and DC both being at Legos because you can buy both any set and put them together. And go, oh, oh yeah. Wolverine's fighting Superman or whatever. Right, you can do your own crossover. Yeah. Yeah, and that was that was always the most fun, you know, eh, crossover stuff. Just basically to go off on a tangent off that, it was always fun when, you know, you you're going over to your friend's house or you're going to a grandparent's house, and you know, your mom hands you your backpack, throw a few toys in here, but just what you want. And you always thought, well, I, I know I want Lino, I know I want He Man. And then when you get there, you don't have all the other characters. So you end up with these epic crossover battles going on in your head. And it was just so much fun. That that was just good times. And like you said, it was always good to have some Marvel and DC crossover going on. Because you know they weren't going to show it to us the way we really wanted to see it. Here's, here, here's, here's my thing. Why... Hasbro, you own G.I. Joe. You own Mask. Make Mask part of G.I. Joe and put it out there. What what are you thinking? You're doing it with comics. You're doing it in the comics. Bring it back. Jeez. I don't understand. Uh, anyway. Uh, we Sean. Have to tell the, it, it's sad we have to tell these companies how to make money. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Well, we could make money easily. Um, have you seen The Shadow? The Shadow Knows. Yes, dude. I, I love The Shadow. Uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Back when he still looked like uh, uh, Hunt for Red October Day or uh, Beetlejuice yes. Days. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Man, The Shadow was a good movie, too. I enjoyed that. It. Nobody I know likes it besides you. I, I, I really like that movie. I don't, I'm interested I don't to own see it. if other people... Like it, because uh, I enjoyed it. I don't own it because I, I, it just never... It was one of those that uh, that you couldn't find on Blu-ray, or like on DVD. Well, because uh, no one liked it. <laughs> like, it was, it was just something you couldn't find. Like, uh, forever, I, I looked for the dragon, the Bruce Lee story. You know, the the one mm-hmm. with uh, Brandon Brandon Lee. Not Brandon Lee. Um, uh, what's his name? Jason Scott Lee playing Bruce Lee. Yes. Um, and for a long time, it just never was on DVD. And then it came to DVD, and it was like $40. And I was like, I'm not buying it for $40. And then finally, like a years, uh, literally like six or seven years after it came out on DVD, I found it for like $15. I was like, I bought it! <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, incredible movie. Um, But The Shadow. 
Yeah, yeah. The Shadow, I thought, was really good. I mean, I, I'm not a big Pulp Fiction kind of guy. Uh, you know, those, the Shadow, the Spirit, the... Uh, um, so, so, sorry, I, I'm not getting ahead of myself. I'm just saying, uh, that noir-type story stuff... Uh, it was really hard to pull off these days. I mean, even Star Trek used it as as a comic effect in in uh, Next Generation. Um, yeah, it's true. But th- there is something about. I mean, you can still tell a good story in in noir style. And the Shadow is one of those guys. I think you could pull that back in. I think the Shadow could be redone today, and I'd like to see that. Um, I think it'd be fun because it'd I really be think that movie was. I think that movie is good. I, I'm going to recommend it. Sean, uh, now, yours we've talked about, and I could swear we've done, but you were absolutely right. I, I, I saw a movie review of it a while back, and we talked about this, but what have you got for us? I'm going to say Vanilla Sky. Jackson and, and I'm talking about, And I'm actually talking about the remake Vanilla Sky, not the original French film. The, the <coughs> 2001 Tom Cruise you know, Penelope Cruz, uh, Cameron Diaz, crazy. No, 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 not Cameron Diaz. Crazy Cameron Diaz. Yes. (laughs) Jason Lee, dude, Brody makes an appearance, you know, this was a great movie for, for us. And I don't know, maybe it's my nostalgia getting in the way, but we all watched this when we all worked at Taco Bell together, several of us. And I remember walking around, for weeks after we watched this movie, and every time it would get hectic or crazy or super busy, all of us would just start pounding the line and Taco Bell screaming, tech support, it's a, it's a nightmare. nightmare. Oh my gosh. And, and that brings up the point, you know, if, if for people that haven't seen Vanilla Sky, it's a very... Would you say it, it's a surreal... Um, I mean, surreal it's, mental? It's, it's one of those movies, and... and and there's very few like this. I mean, there's Inception, there's Fear and right. Loving Las Vegas. Uh, it's What's one of those. Real? It's one of those movies you've got to watch a couple of times to to, mm-hmm. to appreciate properly. Um, not and and that can turn people off. And I completely respect you if you if you're one of those people like, look, I want to watch a movie once and be done. That's fine. This movie's not for you then. But no. it is it is enjoyable the first time through. I, I've seen it once. But I've I've, seen I've read well, about it several times because you know there's so much in that movie. It's layered, uh, it's interpretive. Uh, even the director himself said, you know, well, it's kind of anything. The ending's kind of anything you want it to be. Um, which a lot of people argue that that's not that's not how you made it. You didn't make it that way. Um, <coughs> but it, it's one, it's one of these movies you'll find specific websites about talking about. Uh, which ending, or how many endings, or or what's real and what's not real? It, it's one of those movies that get you thinking, and it definitely needs to be. A have you seen it? Absolutely. If you haven't seen Vanilla Sky, give it a watch and then get back with us. Uh, moving on to don't see it, Rick. Since you did the shadow, or or since I picked a don't see it, you picked the shadow. I went with a don't see it at one time noir let us down, and that was Frank Miller's The Spirit. I I haven't seen it, and I don't plan on it. <laughs> really? I remember being excited for it. I went and seen it in the theaters, and I was so sad and let down that 
I think it was what we had already got Sin City, and then here comes the Spirit, and I was just like, man, Frank's on a roll. This ought to be good. Let's go in. Oh, it's just a dead movie. It wasn't good. But it did not live up to expectations. The storyline was not there. There were great, well, there were a good cast of actors, and a lot of them have went on to do great things now, and yet nothing. Like, it just didn't, I never got excited about it. I never felt the, this is a good movie. What's going to happen next? I don't know if that was just me, but the spirit is on my do not see it list. Don't watch the spirit, watch the Kingsman. Different Samuel Jackson movie, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What do uh, you have for Don't See It this week? Well, mine mine is a movie I was forced to watch because I have children. Um, okay. It's it's Easter. It's close to Easter. There's a movie that came out a while back with uh, Cyclops from X-Men and Penny from Big Bang Theory called Hop. <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't bother. <laughs> don't bother. I- I will. I will do my best to avoid anything and everything called Hop. Yeah, don't don't watch Hop. It's about an animated bunny saving Easter or something. That's like, uh, uh. No, no. It's a no go, huh? It's a no go. It is a wave off. Wave off. That's that's sad too because there's a lot of uh, children's movies that I am I'm not afraid to say that now that I have a child of you know cartoon watching age, I'll watch and I'll be like. This ain't bad. I'll watch this. You know? Like, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I find myself watching some Steven Universe every now and then. I'm like, Steven's an idiot, and he gets on my nerves slightly. But why do I keep watching this? Um, if because... you're the best... Ah, the best children's stuff out right now... Um, Gravity Falls was really good. Gravity Falls was incredible. Incredible, um, just hands down incredible. Uh, Logan is currently watching Wack Fu on Netflix, and I I, I don't really the the, the animation it is it. Uh, I kind of like is it. Is it that modern three D crap? Eh, it's a little it's a little better than that. Like we're we're watching Avatar, of course. I already talked about that, and that and the animation's great on that. Um, what else is he watching? I don't know, but like non-kid stuff, Rick and Morty. Oh my god! Absolutely. <laughs> oh Which my! I, I must say, I, I before, love. Before we move on, I will say I read a post on uh, Facebook this week and said, "Thanks, Rick and Morty. You just made me have the most awkward conversation ever in Hot Topic." And it says, "Hi, welcome to Hot Topic. How may I help you?" Yes, do you have uh, the Funko Pop for Mr. Poopy Butt? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Missy's? Oh, it's too late uh, for that now. I was like... I'm sorry, Morty. I need that Sesquart sauce. I need that McNugget sauce. Mm, it'll be oh, my, my nine season art. Good. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Love it. Absolutely. But that's well, all I got, Sean. That's going to wrap year. us up for this one, week. One, yeah, it's going to wrap up one year. Don't forget that. I'm excited, man. I can't believe it's been a year. I'm pretty excited. I'm excited more so than I was at 50 because this is the real milestone. This is the one-year mark. This shows that it really wasn't that hard. Once we got the ball rolling and realized where each of us have responsibilities, we were able to pick them up and get this thing going. And oh, If only we had done this years earlier, Rick, when we just – 
talked about it. We could be internet gods. <laughs> we we could be Scott Johnson before there was Scott Johnson, or Rhett and Link before there was Rhett and Link. There could hey, be sh- Rick and Sean. Shut up! You're telling them about other podcasts. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> but if All you right. like our podcast, you can find me. At Maynard98 on Twitter. You can find both of us at NotSoSouthernG's on Twitter. You can find me at Ricky Westbrook. You can search Facebook, NotSoSouthernGentleman. Um, guys, I did want to mention, we are currently discussing ideas for a new logo. And absolutely, there may be a, we con- need your help. There may be a contest involved in that. Uh, give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. For not so southern gentlemen, I am Ricky. And I'm Sean. Y'all have a great year. Woohoo! One year.